episode 224 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are having a, a cherry smash old fashioned. Right? No, you messed it up. Dang it. It's okay. a cherry old fashioned smash. Oh, cherry old fashioned, <clears throat> old fashioned smash. I wanted to say it the way you said it. Oh, I thought really? that sounded better. A cherry smash old fashioned. Uh-huh. It just sounds better. But yeah. it's, <clears throat> it's a cherry old fashioned smash. Okay. Yeah. Either way. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's fantastic. Actually. I like it. If you like cherry, uh-huh. if you like old fashions, uh-huh. this is good. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a different a different uh, twist yeah. on it with the cherries. And... I really liked the cherry fizz last week. Uh-huh. Um, did not taste like a drink no. at all. Uh-uh. Um, this one's stronger. Yeah. I think that it's, you know, it's definitely a sweeter version of an old-fashioned because it's got the cherry and the simple syrup in it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a pretty good drink. I like it a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so if you haven't checked out the drink video, go ahead and check that out. Um, and be sure to check out our 12 drinks and movies of Christmas. Mm-hmm. We have it going on and, uh, it's live and ready <laughs> for anybody to just get on, go on, get on our website and, um, it will have an email to you. When you, where can they access it? Facebook? Uh, so you can get it on, yeah, you can go to our website from Facebook, but, Mm -hmm. um, if you, if you go to our website to, to sign, it's on our website to sign up. I'm just saying easiest from somebody on their phone would be just go to our page on On Facebook Facebook. and click on it. Yeah. Cause there's a link. It'll take you there. There's a link to, to take you directly to the page (laughs) to, um, actually it's on our Instagram, um, Mm as our link in our bio right now oh, okay so if you just click the link in our bio and just um you know fill out your your name and your email address and we will shoot it right over to you um and i think by the time this episode airs you'll still have like exactly 12 days i believe until christmas until about. maybe 13 days till yeah. christmas um yeah so uh this week we are going to be talking about lies you've been given about relationships or mm-hmm. been told marriage or, really yeah marriage uh-huh um we we wanted to talk about this because we feel that just so much relationship advice is not good relationship advice mm-hmm. and we feel that it doesn't have to these lies that you've been told or things that you've been told probably your whole life are not or, or stuff that you can actually have in mm-hmm. a relationship i think it's going to be funny because i think we it, we are basically going to what we say <laughs> is going to be the lie that they think is the lie mm-hmm. like how we feel about stuff mm-hmm. because i see that on lists people are like you know here's here's a lie about a marriage that um if you're with the right person, you'll never fight. Mm-hmm. And 99.9% of marriages, or married people will be like, well, that's bullshit. That is a lie. Mm-hmm. And But what you see is most people say the lie is for almost all couples, it's a given. It's like, well, yeah, of course that's a lie. We are actually saying that those lies are the truth. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> what you think is the truth 
what you've been told you should do is actually a lie. Yeah. If you're in the right relationship, you will know. Now, if you're not in the right relationship, you're still going to think it's a lie. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to lie there and take it. <laughs> but for good relationships, we or, know it's a lie. Or if you want a good relationship, mm-hmm. you know, it is that we are telling you this is this is what you should believe. Mm-hmm. You should believe what we are telling you because we've been but we've been there. We've experienced <clears throat> the the, the lie. lie, you know, like <laughs> it was the truth in the bad relationship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So this is yeah, this is kind of a uh, you know, a handful of what we feel are lies. Mhm. And and we'll put context behind it and yeah. we're going to, you know, explore each of them. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, so we believe that or I guess the first lie, mm-hmm. <laughs> the first lie that you hear is that your happiness shouldn't depend on your partner. Th- this is a very common message we're seeing, especially now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of men say this. I've seen I've seen a lot of men on these other podcasts, even a lot of podcasts. I agree with a lot of what they say. When they say this, I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is something you're hearing a lot of people say that you know, your happiness is up to you. Mm-hmm. Your happiness is not up to your partner. Your happiness is not the responsibility of your partner. And and their message really ties into if you can't make yourself happy, nobody can. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that sentiment of the piece. Mm-hmm. But I'm here to tell you, if you're married to a miserable, sexless, sexless, unaffectionate bitch or bastard, their actions and lack of actions towards you definitely affects your happiness in the relationship. Mm-hmm. So it this type of statement relieves the partner of their responsibility of trying to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Now, I get it. If you're going to say, well, well, if you're not happy with yourself, you can't be, nobody's going to make you happy. Okay, move past that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're past that point. You need to, you do need to understand, that, you know, my life is definitely better because of my partner. Mm-hmm. My happiness level is definitely higher because of my partner. I have 12 years of a lower, much lower level of happiness in a previous relationship than the 12 years in this relationship where my happiness is at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. I didn't change. Well, and the thing was is that, like, like I'm trying to think because when you're not, when your happiness is unfulfilled with your partner, too, mm-hmm. you are, you're not going to... To be happy, period, even within yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that, and I like what you said about how, how your it it makes your partner not want to just kind of throw in the towel and be like, "Who cares? I'm not going to try mm-hmm. to make my partner happy." And that's not how it should be. Mm-hmm. You equally should both try to to make each other happy, and with that, you're both going to be happy together and 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 i do i I will play kind of my own devil's advocate on this because i know that there are people probably guys that are like well i don't agree because i try everything i can to make my partner happy Mm -hmm. and they're not happy and once again it's the why Mm -hmm. is it because they aren't happy with themselves is it because that their unhappiness actually has nothing to do with you or Maybe 
it's what we've said before, whether it's nice guys finish last or, you know, just your efforts aren't well received because of you. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be made that, that way. They don't want to be happy that way from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a very, very tough pill to swallow. Yeah, it is. But um, I know that there's got to be guys out there like, well, I, I, you know, I'm calling bullshit on that because I'm always trying to, I do everything to make my partner happy and they're just not happy. I was there. I, I hear you. I was mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a point where you can look at it and say, you know what? This isn't me. Unfortunately, you don't know that until you're out. Mm-hmm. You can assume it, but that's where I would, you know, you don't want people to just be completely hands off and not give forth any effort whatsoever because they're like, well, it's just up to them. They're just an unhappy person and I can't do anything to change that. But you can get out of it, though. But you also need to know when to cut your losses. Uh-huh. So it is a fine line between identifying, is it really them or is it you? Mm-hmm. And is it fixable or is it not? And then what do you do with that information at hand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is this is just one of those things I'm just hearing more and more of people like, like I heard a guy saying the other day, you know, like he was like, well, you know, what's a woman bring to the table for me? Because, you know, you know, they're saying, well, I'm going to make you fulfilled and keep you happy. Well, I can do that on my own. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there certain things that, yes, you can you can do on your own. That if you just can say, I don't really need a partner. OK, I may let you have some of that. But when you're with the right person, there's no amount that you can do on your own that would equal the happiness that being with the right person can produce yeah i agree i totally agree so uh-huh i know well, well it's funny because like it's funny that you're saying that you're hearing a lot of men recently mm-hmm. talk about this and because like i think in most of my experience of experiences i've always heard just women talking about it and i think that with women it's more so uh a an independence type thing mm-hmm. where you need to you need to find yourself you need to be yourself or whatever and and that your partner isn't going to b- play a part in that mm-hmm. and i think that uh, kind of like what you said when when you have a partner that that truly supports you that truly loves you that you truly want to be with and are completely happy with all of that just it just makes everything just so much better and you're just happier well and and it's it's more it's it's more of this i'll call it divisive language for marriages i mean we believe that once you're married married you are a unit mm-hmm. um i i even kind of shy away from the term partnership sometimes because that that alludes to you know like a business almost partnership where everything's 50-50. Well, you know, we're going to split everything down the middle. My income is mine and, and all this. And, and it's like, no, no, everything's one unit. It's, you're one unit. So when when I hear things like this, that you're responsible for your happiness and your partner's responsible for your happiness, that is taking away from the unit that you guys are as a couple because like it or not, in a good, healthy, happy, functioning relationship, you are dependent on one another. Mm-hmm. You have to be. Yeah. You have to be. Um, and people almost don't want to admit that. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they want to maintain this, I'm still my own person. And it's like, no, you're more than that. Mm-hmm. You're you're bigger than that. Being a 
a couple that's a force to reckon with and a couple that you know is unstoppable and a couple that that can take on challenges together and conquer are going to be stronger than you trying to go at life alone. Mm-hmm. And they're definitely going to be stronger than a couple that's not on the same page. And so I think that this type of language is divisive. I think it is it is said not intentionally but but the result is divisive of I'm not dependent on you for this. Mm-hmm. And we disagree with that. You are a unit. You you guys should work, you know, together and flow together. Um, it shouldn't be two of you doing your own thing, trying mm-hmm. to find your own happiness. You can be happy with each other. It, that's kind of asinine. Yeah. Um, so that that's, I, I think it's worth bringing up because that's, this message is just, I think, kind of getting a little bit of steam where people are like, like, I don't need somebody to make me happy. If, if I can't make myself happy, nobody can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which still may be true. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you're a piece and, of crap person. Yeah. And if you have a lot of self-improvement that you have to work on, and we've talked on here before about how, you know, you're in a very weak relationship if the only thing holding together and your partner not killing themselves is your presence. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a very destructive and toxic relationship. And that level of of life or death dependency is obviously unhealthy, and that's not what we mean. Mm-mm. We're talking about non insane relationships, <laughs> right? You know, yeah, I know. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, I i I wanted to say I think that <laughs> I'm trying to think that if we accidentally started. Uh, Oh, you're fine. Okay, are you sure? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Too late now. You I know. To, you it, it up. <laughs> it is. I know. Gosh dang it. But so uh, the next one is it's important to have life outside of your partner. Mm-hmm. And I think it, this one kind of goes hand in hand with, with the one that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the you shouldn't you shouldn't depend on your partner and you should have life outside of your partner it's like, well, then what kind of life are you guys going to have together? Mm-hmm. You're not going to have a good, healthy relationship or marriage together. Mm-hmm. You are, you're going to have a separate life. And that's not something that we agree with. We don't agree that you should have a life outside of your partner. Yeah, th- this comes in a few different phrases. It comes in you know, you should have a life outside of your partner. It comes in, you shouldn't lose yourself within your partner. It comes in the form of you should have space. Um, whatever these, these type of statements are, these are what we feel are lies. Mm-hmm. That if you can't function together, what's the point of being married? Yeah. If you can't have fun together, if you can't share hobbies together, if you can't go on vacation together, if you can't go shopping together, if you can't do everything in life together without reprieve, without a break, without time apart, without your own so oh so precious self identity, <laughs> that's a very immature outlook on a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, very divisive. It, it's telling you that you know, splitting from your partner, even on a social type of situation, 
um, you know, of, well, my friends are over here, his friends are over here, mm-hmm. and my Thursdays are spent over here, and his Thursdays are spent over here. You you are living your own life thriving away from your partner. Yeah. And that's either a testament to how awful your relationship or how non-dependent and weak your actual connection is with your partner. Yeah. Um, so that that's not a healthy choice. That's not a, is it normal? Absolutely. Most of these are normal. Most shitty marriages do everything we're going to say is a lie. Yeah. And that's why they're shit. And that's why they're normal. And that's why they're not extraordinary. And that's why they're not exceptional. And that's why they're not great. That's not why they're having sex five times a week. That's not why they love being around each other. That's why they're not fighting anymore. It's because of these types of things that they are doing. So once again, big lie. Mm-hmm. You don't need your separate life from your partner. No. No. Your life with your partner should and will should always take priority over all of those other things. Well, yeah, it should take priority and it should be enough. Mhm. Your life together should be what it is. It should that should be your life. And if you have something elsewhere, what well, what's the point of being married? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so the next one is marriage equals less sex. Yeah. You know, whether it's the, the cliche, you know, what, uh, um, you know, the one food that prevents a woman from ever giving a blowjob again, wedding cake. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You know, there there is all kind. I mean, this this is probably the most common thing that we hear. Yeah. Is once you get married, your sex is going to get less. Mm-hmm. Um, Nine times out of ten, it's not the marriage that does that. It's having kids. Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. It's not just because you're married. Uh-huh. Couples that don't have kids are typically, I say typically, if they're a de- halfway decent couple, they're having more sex than couples with kids. Mm-hmm. If you don't have kids and you aren't having that much sex, you've got some serious, serious issues at oh home. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Because you don't have any of the distractions most other marriage couples have. So yeah. if you aren't knocking boots five times a week at a minimum, four to five times a week, you've got some serious shit going on. Yeah, I know. Um, well, I don't understand why someone would even, why would you be married? Yeah. If like, if, you, if, I don't know, why would you be with somebody that didn't want to have sex with you and they didn't want to have kids? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's it's just called a buddy. Uh, yeah. You have a really good buddy. Mm-hmm. You don't ever do it and you don't have kids or shared responsibility. Yeah. So go live your own independent life and mm-hmm. connect every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, th- this is, once again, from a from a couple's perspective that has a good, healthy sexual foundation in their marriage, this is a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to, you know, sexual activity as a married couple, I mean, you hear it, you know, Guys, so, well, you know, my, you know, my, my, when we were dating, you know, it was, it was, you know, I'd get blowjobs all the time. And we, I haven't had a blowjob in 20 years now because mm-hmm. we're married. Um, and so when you start to say things like, and, and this is funny because I've, I've, I've seen this recently too of, of, um, I'm trying to remember, I think like, I almost want to say like we, we shared or said something and, People were like, "You're lying." No, mm-hmm. yeah, no wife it was. does that. It was. What was that? I don't remember. But yeah, something happened. I don't. We, we, I don't know. But but you you we we've seen this where I, I saw another post where 
um, I can't remember what she was saying. This woman was saying something about, you know, keeping her husband happy and, and, and all these comments from guys were like, you're obviously not married because no wife does that. Mm -hmm. Or, or, you know, yeah, right. This said no wife ever. Mm -hmm. And, and realistically, if you're a dude and, you know, whether we say something about, our sexual currency in our relationship or our activity in our relationship or you see a video on Facebook or you see a meme or you watch a little reel about a couple that's having sex. When you say no wife does that, no married couple does that, what you're basically saying is your wife doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. Your marriage isn't like that. But that does not mean that no marriage is like that. And that definitely does not mean that no wife is like that. Mm -hmm. That means your situation is like that. Mm-hmm. Your wife isn't taking care of you. Your wife isn't sexually attracted to you. Your wife isn't having sex with you. That's what you mean. That doesn't mean that all wives are like that. Are most wives like that? Probably. Mm-hmm. But not all. And so it is a lie from that perspective. Um, and the reason that we talk about these as lies is because a lot of this is just kind of setting very low expectations for people before they get married. Because you hear a lot. Just remember, you know, you're not always going to be on the same page. You know, you're going to have to learn to love each other through blah, blah, blah. And you're setting couples up for less disappointment based on what you think is your fact that this marriage is not going to be as strong down the road and it's not going to have as high of a of an attraction level and high of a sexual level and high as a you know, you're on the same page level. You're not going to be as connected down the road. It's going to be this and that. And 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 it's kind of just you're dumbing it down to the point where people are like, okay, well, as long as I know it's just going to get worse, then I'm okay with that. <laughs> I know. And that's awful. Oh, my God. And that's why people are like, fuck getting married. Mm-hmm. Why would I do this? And I hear guys talk about that all the time. Why would I marry? What's what's in it for me? What Because this sounds awful. And it's like, yes, because you're listening to people in awful relationships. Yeah. You're listening to people... You saw your parents have a shit marriage. You've seen your older siblings have shit marriages. You've seen your grandparents have shit marriages. We Most of us have been given far more bad examples of relationships than good ones. Mm-hmm. And most of us are convinced that the bad relationships that we saw are actually good. I know. That's what sucks. And that's a big problem. Oh, gosh. I hate that. Yeah. I know. It's so bad. I know. But, I mean, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think that that's funny that, you know, that we do see all of these guys say all of these things that, and and, and it isn't just guys that are saying it, but I guess the majority of the time it is, Mm -hmm. you know, especially that, that, uh, the quote from, you know, what kind of food, you know, or whatever, uh, it lowers a woman's sex oh, drive yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, whatever it is. Um, because so many people deal with that. I mean, mm-hmm. it happens so often. It really does. But like you have to keep it going. Mm-hmm. And and the, and the and the thing is is that sex is the only thing that is that is like that. Like with how how sex it's the only thing that you can expect it to get worse mm-hmm. or go and not have as much right out of anything anything and 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 people think that it's okay right and it shouldn't be that way mm-hmm. 
People should want to continue to have a healthy sex life throughout their entire marriage, Mm -hmm. not just at the beginning. And I know that that women play a huge part in mm-hmm. in that and and having children especially um makes it makes women want to just take care of the kids or whatever and not want to have sex and so but we are we are here to tell you that it's it's a lie you can you yeah. can have uh what did we say that you can't have more sex. It doesn't equal marriage. Does not necessarily equal less sex. Yeah, and and your the qual and, and kind of to piggyback on what you just said, the quality of your sex should be getting better. Mm-hmm. And and that kind of ties in with, with what you were saying. That's what you see over time as you do anything, as you put in more effort, as you even if you want to say something like, "Well, practice makes perfect," or, or whatever it is, typically. You know, the more you do something, the more you you put at it, the more that you you evolve and you learn and you you whatever you grow that experience. Sex should get better. Mm-hmm. You should if you're looking back, it, you've been married 15 years. And you're like, man, we used to have hot sex. Well, what else has gone down the tubes? Mm-hmm. Are are you happier now? Are you less happy? Because I, I'm guaranteeing if if your sex level has dropped. If you're able to look at your current situation and say, man, I'd give anything to have the sex we used to have. There's way more shit in your relationship that's gone downhill aside from the sex. Mm-hmm. You're not as happy. You're not as caring. You're not as loving. You're not as affectionate. You're not as close. You're not as communicative. There's all kinds of stuff that are going to affect me from, from that. What you want is for those things to get better. We have better sex now than we did when we met. We have better communication now than when we met. We have more affectionate towards each other now than when we met. But you typically see in relationships, it's the exact opposite. All that gets worse. And then you just kind of end up putting up with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how you get loveless, sexless, non-affectionate relationships. So those are things that you can, it's an easy thing to benchmark. Mm-hmm. I mean, I work in sales every year. I've got to up my sales 15%. If you had to do that in your marriage, how would you handle that? Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, well, how many times did you have sex this year? Okay, we got to up that 15%. <laughs> I know. How many blowjobs did you give? Okay, you got to up that 15%. Mm-hmm. You know, how many how many, how many, many orgasms did you give your wife? All right, sorry, buddy, you got to up that 15%, mm-hmm. maybe 25%. <laughs> you know, and so there's there's other things that you would look at it from that perspective because you always want to improve upon it. Right. You 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 don't want to at because you don't want to say it's it plateaus. Now I'm sure there is a a sexual ceiling where you know it's the hottest sex that you're going to have with your partner. Some of your ceilings may be very low because mm-hmm. I've seen you and your partner. Others their ceiling <laughs> may be a little higher. <laughs> but you know it's once again, you definitely, most of those things people regress. Uh-huh. They're worse at. Yes. They're I having know. less sex. The quality's gone down. And, and a lot, what, what you see a lot of guys say is, you know, what happens, it's, it's this vicious cycle of we were having, you know, a decent amount of sex. We were having, to, from the man, man's perspective, high quality sex, which usually was just equated to the quantity mm-hmm. of it. Most men don't really understand what quality sex is versus <laughs> quantitative sex. But, in their own brain, they were having better quality sex. Yeah. 
And now they're not hardly having sex at all. And so what happens is when the wife finally caves and they go to have sex, he doesn't last long. She's not fulfilled. She's not satisfied. She doesn't orgasm. Yeah, she's like, okay, yeah, what's this all about? Yeah, what, what, you've been bugging me for sex for how long yeah, and that's it? This was the big deal? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and so she, then it's a bad experience for her. Yeah. And then you're like, well, that, you know, it's just been a long time. Let's go at it again. She's like, no, no, thanks. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. so the guy can't like build up his sexual stamina with his own partner now because she's got him on a sexual drought for six months. Yeah. Uh huh. And so, you know. Yeah. Jeez. He can't, he can't get back in a good groove. Mm hmm. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you in Burst Your Bubble that it was obviously never that great of a groove to her mm-hmm. in the first place where it wouldn't have stopped. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, know. That, that's, I, I think that that's something that a lot of women aren't comfortable saying. Oh, not at cause all. Because they don't want to hurt their partner. Right? But I think a lot of, I think a lot of relationships, not all, but I think there's a lot of relationships where we've kind of talked about it. The man way overvalued how great the sex was. Mm-hmm. And it was always mediocre to the woman. Mm-hmm. So she's like, well, I can, I'm okay not having this. It's not yeah, that great. I know. And he thinks it's the best thing ever because his <laughs> wiener got touched. <laughs> but she, it, obviously she doesn't feel like she's missing out on anything. Uh-huh. Because you didn't give her something she feels like she's missing out on. Yeah, I know. And so I think that. How do you, so like with, with that, I think like, because it's so funny because, you know, men are very. Uh, like especially with you and stuff you know like if you tell some a guy you need to do this or whatever like a workout routine or you give him a meal plan or or anything any kind of advice beard advice whatever you know they'll take it Mm -hmm. they'll take it and and they are they're good with it guys can can talk differently to each other they can they can say things that women would cry about Mm -hmm. you know and i think that but like this type of thing where it's like, dude, <laughs> you're not giving it to her right. good at all. And you need to freaking, you need to change something about how you, how you're giving it to your wife and you need to try to make her orgasm. Like, cause that is such a touchy subject for men, mm-hmm. I think, especially cause I, I think that that's probably the most touchy subject for men. Well, I, I think I think for men, I don't know if I'd necessarily say it's touchy. Is I think it's it's not. I think it's just kind of unexplored. I think that men. I mean, you. you it's funny because you you see this whether it's on on TV or or you hear it. You know, a couple gets done having sex and and the guy's like, "Did you? You know, was it good for you? Mm-hmm. Did you?" Were you able to orgasm? Like, the guy has no clue. Mm-hmm. If you can't tell if your wife, if you made your wife come or not, you need to go to Sex 101. Yeah. <laughs> if you have to ask, uh-huh. you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Well, but so, like, but I'm thinking, you know, because men, because women are very emotional about probably everything else. Except for sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe sometimes with sex. But, like, uh, I think that guys would probably be just as emotional as a woman with everything else. With sex. Mm-hmm. And I think that it, it's just like, how do you tell a guy? Because his wife 
shouldn't well, be that, the that's, one. That's the thing. I mean, it 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 would it. Unfortunately, it has to be the wife to say, yeah. "You ain't doing it." Oh, that's hard. Or maybe not. Yeah, it must not be hard. <laughs> um, no, it. But I, I, I guess, I mean, are are we saying that there's guys that are out there that are just that clueless, that they're like, we don't have sex, but, you know, once a month, and I pound on her for 10 seconds, and I know she thinks it's hot. You, you, There's no way you can think that that's hot. Oh there's gosh. no, there. if your wife has got you cut down so much, women that say, well, when we have sex, it's great. Mm-hmm. We just don't have it that often. If she's not the one pursuing you, she's lying through her, fu- t- talk about lies you've been told, that's a fucking lie. <laughs> When a woman says, oh, if someone says, well, how's the sex? Oh, it's fantastic when we have it. Uh-huh. She's full of shit. Uh-huh. It's not. Because if it was that great, Did she would want it? to do it more. Uh-huh. Think uh-huh. about women. What 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 can they identify that's great and they enjoy that they're like, yeah, I'm okay not doing that very often. You have a wife that loves chocolate, you know, mm-hmm. that's obsessed with chocolate. Yeah. You know, you, you think about a wife that's a woman that's obsessed with you know, music or or a reality star or a TV show or a book or a series or something like that. Just like anybody else, they can obsess over it. They pine after it. They spend time with it. They research it. If she's not into sex that way, she then she's not into sex that way. Mm-hmm. And and so well, when, yeah, she's not into sex with you that yeah. way. <laughs> and so she she's lying when she says that uh-huh. that oh the sex is yeah the sex is great it's not it's not or or I'm yeah I'm still very sexually attracted to him. You can't say I'm sexually attracted to someone and I don't want to have sex with them. <laughs> that is the biggest biggest oxymoron that you can say. <laughs> Are you sexually attracted to me? Yes. Then why don't we have sex? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, you're not sexually attracted to the person. <laughs> yeah, I know. Plain and simple. Uh-huh. If you approve it, do it, let's do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I know. <laughs> so so I, I'm, not, I'm not buying that. What they really mean with all that is I don't want to hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. I feel bad enough that I don't want to have sex with them. I'm not going to pile it on by telling them they suck at having sex. They're not hung very well. They are bad at sex. I'm not attracted to them. I'm not saying all that. So I'm just going to tell them I have a headache mm-hmm. or that I'm crampy or that I'm busy or that I had a lot on my mind or, or the other 500 common excuses all married women say to get out of having sex. Mm-hmm. Once again, and they're all lies. lies. <laughs> I know. I know. They are. I mean, is there any, I mean, so, so, but with that, the the original lie <laughs> mm-hmm. is what we wanted to expose. So I guess we exposed a few other lies. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, the, and yeah, I mean, yeah, really, the original lie is. But, but I guess going to your question on on how do they, I, I mean, how do they fix it? I mean, once again, the 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 the, the best way to do it is identify, talk about the problem, and then actively seek out the solution your husband's gonna last longer be more confident in bed and give it to you better if you increase the frequency Mm -hmm. he's gonna get more comfortable at it because what happens is when you cut a guy off completely from sex and then he gets to have it on the you know two to four special days a year that you have he's so excited amped up and in his own head about it that he's either going to get stage fright, he's going to prematurely ejaculate. It's just not going to go very far because it's, you know, he's like a 
fucking Sprite bottle that you shook up for six months and now you're going to open. <laughs> you know, um, so you have to be willing to pursue that. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, if you have sex like that, have sex the next night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guaranteed I, the next night's going to go it's better. It's going to be better. Yes, for it's sure. It's going to last longer. Uh-huh. It's everybody. You have to get back to the point to where he's not so anxious about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is, once again, you're both dependent on one another mm-hmm. to seek this. I mean, if you have not been to trying to think of of like a word with the o i was trying to you know if you haven't been to o-town mm-hmm. or whatever if you haven't had an oh, if you're a woman oh, oh, right. oh right yeah if you haven't had an orgasm in a while you know you i mean i know there's women out there they're like i don't need a husband to have an or well, men don't need wives to have orgasms either mm-hmm, that's but you know mm-hmm. it is more fun you know solitaire sucks because you're playing solitaire by yourself yeah wouldn't you rather have a a flush or a full house and a card game with somebody else? Yeah. I don't know. But but I think that, you know, if you're wanting to get there together, obviously you have to do it together. <laughs> yeah. And so you have to help each other out. Yeah. You know? And, well, and it's, I know. For a woman, it is self-serving to help your husband help you. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, are there women that are just that asexual? I don't know. I still just, I just find it very hard to believe that there is, because you hear women say this, you hear, and I don't know how much of it's just, just bullshit talk, but you, you hear women that are like, like they'll, they'll, they'll swoon over whatever celebrity, like, oh my gosh, if he was my husband, I'd never turn him down. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you think that makes your husband feel? So you're saying the potential's there. But he's not the quality of man that you would be willing to do that for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is that is ten times more hurtful than saying, "Honey, I really want us to get to a point where our sex is explosive, and I think the best way to get there is we need to start having sex three to five times a week." Mm-hmm. Guaranteed, no matter how hurtful you think that message is, he's going to focus on, "Oh shit, we could have sex three to five times a week." Fuck yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, and it's funny because like when you have sex more frequently, it becomes more enjoyable. And mm-hmm. it is like practice makes perfect right. type of thing. And and it's so funny because it's like, you know, our like for you and I, our sex in the beginning of our relationship was amazing from the very start. Mm-hmm. But it has gotten better right and we have become more in tune with each other i don't even know if that was even possible because i didn't even think it would be possible because we were in tune so much but it it just it it should be you shouldn't look back and and think oh my our sex that used to be so good now it's not uh yeah you should continue to to have it and and to utilize those parts of your body. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I Get over it. Yes, I know. Uh, so the next one is marriage won't be happily ever after. Mm-hmm. We hear this a lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot. And, and you know, you see it all the time. And because we, we're really trying to th- think about this one because... Uh, Cause it's like, what do people really think yeah. about 
marriage and relationships and like what do they think happily ever after means and are they really looking at just the fairy tale because that's what when you think of happily ever after you do think of the fairy tale ending of uh, a Disney princess movie or whatever and people think that that is so unattainable which those are those are movies I get that Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that you can't still have a happily ever after in your own marriage yeah and it's because I because we have been shown we've all been shown Seth and I included you know in in all of our uh previous relationships or uh previous experiences in life with other couples being shown the examples examples of marriages that were shit Mm -hmm. and those people probably shouldn't have been together in the first place Mm -hmm. but that's what everybody most people are shown throughout their entire life is bad examples of relationships Mm -hmm. and not only that they are being shown those relationships and being and then uh applauding those people for for staying together and sticking it through and and doing everything you could to make it last and make it work when they probably should have been divorced a long time ago Mm -hmm. but what is happily ever after to everybody and happily ever after to us really is not necessarily a fairy tale ending, but it's a good happy ending. Well, and I, I guess that that's yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, it's I I don't understand where where this comes from. Where like was there ever did someone have an or people literally or are and, and I'm gonna say women because men don't do this. Mm-hmm. Are you really talking about a little girl that watched? you know, Cinderella as a child and it's like, well, where's my Prince Charming? Mm-hmm. Where's my slipper? Where's my, where's my happily ever after? And they mean it in this context of, are you saying that something that was completely unreal didn't provide an, or provided an unrealistic expectation? Well, you're a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Go get you 101 talking Dalmatians and tell me how that worked out. Are you <laughs> fucking stupid? I mean, wh- why would you think that that's real? Uh-huh. So obviously, it's not a fairy tale ending. Uh-huh. Um, but I will say, have you noticed the? You know, when someone's like, like you know, here's how you know whether it's Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella, Little Mermaid, whatever, fill in the the princess movie, uh-huh. and it says it says they had their happily ever after. But if this story was real, here's what it would look like, and then it shows them. In a real marriage. And have you noticed the common denominator that makes it such an awful marriage for the woman? I, haven't, I don't know. They all have kids. <laughs> they show, you know, Cinderella cleaning up after a bunch of little rugrats. Yeah. They show, you know, Sleeping Beauty with five kids. They show Little Mermaid with four kids. They show, uh-huh. that's what they show to say, this is how you're not going to have a happily oh, ever after. Oh my gosh, that's awful. Have kids. That is awful. That's so awful listen to that. For for women, <laughs> you know, like, because that really says a lot. Mm-hmm. That really says a lot about how, how a woman 
thinks about her children. Mm -hmm. You know, like, are you kidding me? If that's how you feel about your kids, then why did you have kids? Right. You should want your children. Mm -hmm. You should want, just like I, how I feel about our relationship and relationships in general, you should want to be with your partner. And if you truly don't want to have children, I don't, I think that you shouldn't have them. Yeah. If you don't know with, without a shadow of a doubt in your mind that you want to be a mother, you shouldn't be a mother. Mm -hmm. But yeah, <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. So, so, but I, I do wonder like what, what example were you given outside of television? Mm -hmm. I mean, aren't we all at a point now where you realize you can't believe everything you see on TV? I mean, are there still people that are that dumb? Because I would hear people for a long time talk about shows from like the 50s and 60s. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, Leave it to Beaver gave me unrealistic expectations. As to what June and... Ward, Ward Cleaver, right? yeah, yeah, of what the perfect marriage could be. Okay, well, we're all past that. You know that that's not real. You know that that was a TV show. Mm -hmm. You know that Mary Tyler Moore and Dick Van Dyke in their, their house with two separate beds in the same room <laughs> isn't realistic. So what are you seeing, even if you want to blame the media, what have you seen know, in the, the media? The two different beds or whatever could be realistic no i'm just saying but they had a happy marriage mm -hmm. people that sleep in separate beds aren't happy no that's true uh -huh. so but anyway you know what what tv show in the last 20 years mm -hmm. what media have you seen in the last 20 years that gave you a false hope of what a happily ever after should be because i can i don't know what the hell you're watching if you think that that's realistic most of the stuff now especially like stuff you see on tv are awful example of i mean of relationships they're awful examples but they are relatable yes and that's the biggest thing like so those aren't painting false hope mm -hmm. you know and everybody loves raymond yes exactly there's zero hope in there that's why people should be terrified to get married mm -hmm. because a show like that actually showcases how awful of a life a man and a woman have in a normal relationship mm -hmm. now it's funny to us because we get to watch it Mm -hmm. But if you had to spend a week as Raymond married to her or her married to him, mm -hmm. it'd be awful. I know. So so I don't know where they're getting this 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 example of this unattainable couple. Mm -hmm. um, I think what we've seen is just so many people are in awful marriages whenever a couple like us brings up, you know, well, happily ever after is continued high attraction for one another, a continued you know, uh, you know, coven with one another, a continued life with one another, inseparable, a continued, you know, high quality sex life, you know, that's our happily ever after. Um, I don't know what these other people are looking for. I know. But it's another statement that's basically well, tell, preparing people how awful the years are going to be down the road because marriage is going to suck. Uh -huh. Well, I think that like with uh, like what you said about that women, women are women are the ones that are saying this. Mm -hmm. Women are saying this because they are settling or they think they're settling. Maybe mm -hmm. <laughs> um, uh, they think that they're settling, but they don't want to admit that they even think that. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that because they they didn't find the man that was six one, they didn't find the man that makes six figures. Mm -hmm. They didn't find the man that was physically fit. 
they didn't find the man that was or stayed physically fit yeah that i know that's true that helped out with the with the house duties and helped Mm -hmm. out with the kids and all of that because and that is their quote-unquote prince charming Mm -hmm. and and so like it's all on you. Well, I was I was about to say some of you all married the court jester and are mad that you didn't get your happily ever after with Prince Charming mm-hmm. when you weren't even with Prince Charming. Mm-hmm. You're not with the prince and you ain't with anybody that's charming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So why would you think you're gonna get a fairy tale happily ever after? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Their shit didn't work for the for the peasants and the jesters. Uh-huh. I <laughs> you got to be royalty. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yes. Uh, but but I think that's it. I I think you 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 hit on that. I think that 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 really is it. They they end up kind of having these own expectations themselves thinking that you know, they're going to marry this person and it's going to get better. Mhm. And it doesn't. I mean, I I I can think of a handful of couples right now that have been together for several years. And aside from spitting out a couple of kids, their relationship and marriage is not any better at all. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not better people. They're not a better couple. They they haven't made any power moves. They're not monetarily better off. They're not socially better off. They're not physically better off. I mean, they have either just stayed the same, which is probably best case scenario for them, or they've just gotten worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're not going to get a, a happily ever after no. by huh. doing that. No. I mean. I know. Yeah. But. You could. Yeah. You could get a happily ever after. And um and I think that like, you know, with with women being the the ones that want the happily ever after, that want the you know, all of that going on, if if they did certain things in their marriage to help their husband out, to to have sex with their husband, to, you know, do things that a woman should do mm-hmm. they the you may see that your husband might be a better man to you too yeah. because you're a better woman mm-hmm. and he wants to take care of a woman that is actually nice to him he wants to take care of a woman that wants to have sex with him right well in couple i'm not even going to blame a man or a woman for this people tend to hold this this phantom carrot out in front of their partner, like like a guy, a guy. And I'll, I'll pick on the guys first. A guy would say, "Well, I would help out with the kids. I would, you know, stop spending money on stupid shit. I would, you know, be more affectionate. I would be a a better husband. I would be, you know, more in tune with my wife's needs if she gave me more sex." Mm-hmm. And a woman will say the exact opposite. Well, I would give him more sex if he did all those things I just said he would do. And my advice is to act like the person that's getting sex from their wife seven days a week. Mm -hmm. What does that person look like? Instead of saying, if I get this, if I get this sex from you, I will then do this. Do that first. Mm -hmm. Now, I will tell you from a hard lesson learned, I did that, Mm -hmm. and it didn't work. (laughs) I was the guy that I thought, if I do all of these things without the sex... Maybe that will lead to it. And it didn't. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of marriages out there that it won't. But that is at least where you can look at that and you will know beyond a shadow of a doubt, I was this husband. And what that did for me 
was, and I, I, I don't, I, I don't want you to take this bad. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, it's not like I'm that much of a better husband to you than I was my last wife. Mm-hmm. It's the simple fact that the same amount of effort doesn't go unrecognized by you. Mm-hmm. And so that's what makes the world of difference. Mm-hmm. It's not that I put in more effort with you or I do things because, you know, that it's a quid pro quo. It ends up being that. And so it definitely obviously prevents any lack of motivation. There's not that I'm not like, well, I'm going to quit doing shit around the house. You know, now now that I'm getting all the sex I want, I'm just going to quit. And there mm-hmm. are guys that will do that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not that kind of person. But it, so so I, I, you know, there is a cautionary tell in there for, for guys out there that are like, I do everything. I am that guy. Mm-hmm. Well, if you are that guy and it's going unnoticed and underappreciated and un, and not reciprocated, those are some big signs that tell me you need to reevaluate who you're with. Mm-hmm. Because if you truly are doing those things when you're with the right person, all that stuff goes away. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and that's, that's what happened, you know, with us. Yeah. And, and it's not that, but, and so, so my, my, my point with that is it wasn't for anything. Was it for anything in my last relationship? Yeah. No, no, it didn't pan out for anything in my relationship, but what it did was it kept me at least knowing that the course I was taking was I am, I have the ability in me to be a catch. I have the ability in me to be a, a high value man with a high quality, a high contributing partner that's going to provide for my partner. I just need to find a partner that recognizes that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, I make it sound like I did that very intentionally. I know. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, mm-hmm. but, but that's at least I can look back on that and be like, well, I'm glad I learned how to be that person with the person that it went unnoticed. Right. Because, you know, when it does go noticed, that's it makes it completely all worth it mm-hmm. so i would still tell my advice would be be the partner mm-hmm. be the partner mm-hmm. you know if if you're the wife that's like well i want my husband to do this and this and then i'll give him sex give up the sex mm-hmm. start having the sex see what happens because even from your perspective you're like man i'm giving out blowjobs four times a week we're having sex three to five times a week i'm doing all this he's still not doing anything okay well that that shows you where his his priority and his level of effort is. Mm-hmm. But now you have, instead of saying, do this to get that, you're able to come into it and say, hey, uh, and you don't want to make it sacrifice or sex sound like a sacrifice. You don't make it sound like you're giving work. Mm-hmm. But you do have at least an, a, an argument to make that you know, I'm doing, the, you're not, you aren't asking for these things. I'm doing this for you. Now I am asking you, I need you to do this. Mm-hmm. You give him a chance to correct and reciprocate. If it goes unnoticed, if it goes un, you know, unreciprocated, then now you know. Mm-hmm. But those efforts are, are what are going to, you know, make you a a high value partner. Mm-hmm. It's going to make you someone that someone that understands it, sees it, recognizes it, wants to be with. Yeah. So yeah. be be the partner. Be the best partner you can be, even if you're with a partner that's lacking. I know. Yeah. I know. And, and it's cool. It is neat to like, to hear it. It's like, it sucked that you had to go through all of that and, and, and everything, but it, 
but at least like you you're here to tell others that you know your story and give your advice and and um and hopefully they will be able to to kind of see you know what they mm-hmm. need to do or should do in their relationship and i remember even when, when we first started dating like like i, w- I would kind of ask you because i would be like i was still kind of I didn't know. I was still kind of like, is, am I doing the right thing? Because I would ask you, like, is this, you know, is this, is this good? Or, or, you know, can, am I, am I crazy? Because, you know, she left me because uh, of whatever and she didn't like that or she wasn't into me this way. And are you sure? Because I was just trying to figure like, am I, am I nuts? Am mm-hmm. I, was I really doing something wrong? Was it, you know? Was I not doing enough? And and you know, and you were like, no, no, no. You're this is what you're doing is perfect. Yeah. Um. So you kind of benefited from the whole thing, I guess. <laughs> I did. I know. I know. But yeah, I mean, we dealt with our our own shit and and everything, and and yeah, I mean, it, it's it's like it it sucks for for to go through all of that stuff, and and then like. As you're going through it, you're like, what the fuck, man? Mm-hmm. You know, come on. But it is it is nice to, even if we could help just, you know, a couple couples here and there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, at least it And it's I funny because it I always think about it this time of year. Because, like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, knee deep in Christmas shopping right now. And and it, with my ex, I used to shop from the perspective of, I hope she likes this and I hope this makes her happy Mm -hmm. because if not, it's going to ruin Christmas. Mm -hmm. And with you, everything I get, I'm like, I can't wait to see how happy this makes her. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's like I can already, I already know what the end result's going to be. It's not, I'm not, there's no eggshells at all, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think that, that's what I'm seeing. Once again, it's the same effort. Mm-hmm. It's just, I know. It, it, it's just it's received and reciprocated very very differently. Yeah, I know, and that makes all the difference. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. all the difference in the world. Sometimes men need just need positive reinforcement. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, and it's funny because it's like because knowing you now and and everybody that listens and and everything would probably not they would think that you wouldn't need that but mm-hmm. when you were in a a bad unhealthy relationship you weren't the same person mm-hmm. as you are now and when you're beat down like that so much for so many years mm-hmm. it takes a toll on a person oh yeah yeah you you second guess everything you do and i think that that was it 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 really just took away so much confidence that I had at the time. And you built you built it back up very quickly. But and it wasn't I don't think you ever felt like it was your responsibility to make me confident because I don't think I really acted unconfident around you. It was like it was like just being around you immediately I I I felt the confidence with with just our connection. So I was never like I remember let me I mean I guess I guess when we first started having sex, I think I was like I was like, "Well, that was fucking mind-blowing but i don't know if it was mind-blowing for her 
I don't want to say it was mind blowing if she was like me. <laughs> and then I was like, I couldn't help myself. I just had to mm-hmm. talk to you about it. Yeah. Or I think maybe you actually brought it up first. Yeah, and like, I think oh my did. Gosh, that was so hot. I'm like, oh, okay. I was about to ask. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't. I would have sounded really desperate. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's funny. <laughs> That's good. You know, yeah. and so I think that it's, it ends up just, you know, you, 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 so it, I, I quickly turned that confidence ship around very quickly just from being with you initially. Yeah. And just never went back from there. Uh-huh. Yeah. But. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. That's mm-hmm. good. I know. But so I guess like <clears throat> with all of that, like we do believe in a happily ever after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess we kind of got off track. But yeah, but I mean, I think that that was I mean, it was all good stuff to talk about. Um, So the next one is the next lie you've been told is that kids should come first. Mm hmm. We've already established that kids ruin your relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that for the wrong couple, kids can ruin your relationship. That's yeah. how I like to say that now. I know. Because we we, know, we have some really close friends that have kids, are about to have kids, have recently had kids, mm-hmm. and it has not negatively impacted their marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what you want to see. Yes. That's who you need to talk to about that shit. Yeah, I know. On, well, how, how are you guys not divorced? How are you guys not hating each other? How are yeah. you able to turn off the mommy mode? How are you able to... You know, still be attracted to your wife. How you know all those what ifs that come with kids? Um, yeah, I know. Like, take a listen to uh, to our my woman's point of view mm-hmm. podcast with Angie Mancino because that's a good one for that. And every marriage I know where they have kids and they have a great healthy relationship, know that the lie is the kids come first mm-hmm. because the truth mm-hmm. is your partner comes first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kids don't come first. Mm-mm. You no, know, no. your partner comes first. Um, I was watching a, a little, this clip. I don't even know who did it. I just saw it this morning. It was weird. Um, this guy, he's, I think he was at like this, it, it looked like a bunch of young guys. Like not, not like brand new in college, like mid twenties, maybe late twenties. Like they had just gotten out of college. Maybe they were seniors in college, but they were still young guys. And, and this guy was walking around and he goes, he goes in order. You know, who comes first, mm-hmm. mom, wife, or daughter? Every one of these men list did not one. Let me say, rephrase this. Not one of those men listed the wife first. The majority of the men either listed mom or daughter first. Mm-hmm. Wife wasn't always last, but she was never first. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mom was last. But you said majority of the time she was last yeah and uh-huh. she was never first not uh-huh. one of them said wife first oh my gosh um most of them would say and, and there was a handful of them that said well daughter mom and then wife because you know i can't replace my wife or my mom but i can replace my wife you mean your daughter or your mom i'm sorry yeah i can't replace my daughter or my mom but i can replace my wife uh-huh. and you could tell that was just such a an immature answer and it was is obviously an answer from someone who had never been in a relationship where their wife or their partner was the priority. Mm-hmm. Because in reality, your wife should come first, your daughter should come second, and your mom should come third. Mm-hmm. And I will say, culturally, there were certain races or groups that always listed their mom first. Mm. Because they've been ingrained 
that they have to care for their mom mm-hmm. forever. They've been guilt tripped in. They've been coerced. They've been convinced. I gave you life. I raised you. I spent X amount of hours. Mm-hmm. You owe me. You have to take care of me. Oh so they, they were ingrained that mom comes first. Mm-hmm. And I hate to break it to you mama's boys out there. Mama's last. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Her job was Wife, to raise you daughter. and send you out in the open. Yeah. You don't come back and put mom first. No. No. And there's a lot of moms that don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of mama's boys that don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. But you're when you're married, I don't mean when you're dating. I don't mean when you're engaged. I don't mean when you're living together. When you're legally married, mm-hmm. wife comes first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And, and so, but with this, what what you could tell with these guys was they were all young. Mm-hmm. They none of them were married. I don't. Some of them. Some even said, "Well, I don't have kids, but I would imagine once I have a kid, you know, my daughter's probably going to come first. Um, and I think they think that's the right thing. And, and if I put myself in their situation when I was young, even when I was in my last relationship, um, probably up until the end, I would have said my child came mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And I probably would have put her last because mm-hmm. she wasn't worth being first. I know. And so I think a lot of times we look at that and we're like, well, those guys are just missing it. And it's like, well, are they or have they just not had a partner that was worthy of who they protect? Of that spot. You know, mm-hmm. of that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I don't know if there's enough to really do a full episode on um you know, why your wife should come before your, your mother. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're, that, that is your person. That is who you will choose over everything. Now, if you're with someone that you're like, well, I'm not doing that because I don't even know if she's going to be here in five years. Yeah. <laughs> well, that just well, you tells you everything. Well, you picked the wrong fucking partner, you tells you everything. Yeah. Why are you with her? Yeah. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. I know. I think it's funny because, like, because, because uh, you were telling me about that and, and you're like, I swear when, you know, when I was with my ex, if, if she was on a, a cliff, if we were all on a cliff and she slipped her, uh, her and my mom slipped or whatever at the same time, who am I grabbing? I'm grabbing my mom. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, and, and of course, you know, you love your mom, you love your mom to death, but it's like, but that just says a lot about your relationship with your ex. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't save her. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. there's like, a oh, yeah, lot of relationships that are I like that. I would have thought, oh, she's replaceable. Yeah. It, because I was one of those guys that I used to fantasize about what life would be without her. I used to fantasize about what life would be like with somebody else. I used to fantasize about, you know, what it would be like to be single or dating again or, you know, just seeing myself in the future without her and seeing myself happy mm-hmm. down the road without her. And that... I was such an idiot for not being like, this is your biggest sign that you need to get out of this relationship. You are, there's a smile on your face thinking about what your life could be like if she was not in the picture at all, mm-hmm. you know, and that, and I couldn't even imagine thinking about my life without you. Mm-hmm. So I, I, and those are things that I just, I don't think people, I think people just dismiss those thoughts. Oh, that's normal. I mean, it's the same thing if someone's like, Oh, you got cold feet. You're not sure about this. Getting married. That's normal. No, no, no. It's not. It's not. That's it's not, not fucking normal. normal. Well, actually, it's normal. It's it not is good. normal. 
that's not, that's a bad sign. That's a red flag. Huge red flag. That's a, one of the biggest red flags. And and we kind of just become accustomed to like swallowing and pushing down these red flags. Uh-huh. Um, and that was a big one that, 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 you know, it was obviously hindsight. I thought about it after, you know, years after I'd gotten divorced and like, why, you know, I look back and I'm like, why was I so weak? I had all of these signs that told me, you know, I'm unhappy. I'm not getting affection. I'm not getting attention. I'm miserable. I don't, I don't have a partner. It's getting worse. It's not getting better. Why am I still here? Mm-hmm. And, and, and so, but but I think looking at that, I mean, obviously the the lie that we talked about was that kids come first. When you're with the right person, this is not even. You don't even go. Hmm. Well, let me think. I mean, it should be. Oh, wife. Mm-hmm. Who's yeah. the most important woman? And I saw this. Have you seen the challenge of of uh, women that are like they'll be with their husband? Like name a woman's name, and he's like any woman's name, and then he says some name that's like not his wife's name. <laughs> Gosh, I haven't seen that. Like this one woman, she was they were getting pedicures together, and she's like, "Name, just say name a woman's name." And he's like, "A woman's name." And she's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Any woman?" She goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "Um, Rachel." And she's like, "Her name's not Rachel." Who in the fuck's Rachel? Yeah. She's like, "Who is Rachel?" <laughs> he's like, "Well, you just said name a name." And she's like, "Well, why didn't you name my name?" Uh huh. And so I think there are some things like there, people have natural reflexes that show where their mind, their heart, and their soul are. Uh-huh. And that's one of them. That's funny. And I think this is another one. That's interesting. You know, wife, daughter, mom yeah. are all dangling off a cliff. Who are you saving first? If you're married and your wife isn't, if your answer isn't immediately wife, mm-hmm. then even if you're like wife, well, hold on. Um, no, wife's definitely first. Let me think, you know. I'll, I'll give you that because at least you said wife first. Well, it's funny because like even with me, like in a, in a, because I am the worst person with hypothetical situations. Mm-hmm. I hate like picking which fast food restaurant are you, do you have to get rid of? I'm like, oh, but I love freaking yeah. Chick-fil-A. But oh man, I love Taco Bell. I don't know. I love pizza, you know, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And and uh but like obviously it's like of course my husband yeah you know (laughs) this this should be a no-brainer question so if you're sitting there like well geez i don't know well that that says all about your relationship that Mm -hmm. you need to know yeah it does it really does Mm. i think so too yeah but yes your your kids shouldn't come first it's it should be your your Mm -hmm. partner yeah and i've even heard like celebrities that people revere of oh they have a fantastic relationship the husband joke about this like i love my wife before with more than anything in the world but if i had to choose my kids over my wife i'm picking my kids every day that says that's very revealing about their relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it is very so. yeah yes uh you will watch each other grow and change throughout your relationship this is another lie this maury determined that was a lie yeah <laughs> this this is probably the more oddball one. Mm-hmm. And the reason that we put this on the list is because, for the simple fact, most people believe that growth and change are the same thing. Mm-hmm. That they are interchangeable. Um, and, and you will hear people use these. And when they, when, they, when they don't mean that they're the same thing, you will hear someone use the term change in regards to relationship as a kind of crystal ball fortune teller way 
of saying you're gonna have to settle down the road. You may not feel right now, you know, if you're a woman and you're you're marrying this this guy that's you know he's he was a star athlete in high school or college. He's got a, a full head of hair. He's got six pack abs. He looks great. You know, there's gonna come a point in time down the road where he's gonna be bald. He's gonna be fat. He's gonna you know, not be making any money, he's going to be laid off, you're going to have to learn to love that loser. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And that's what they mean by change. That is, that. that is what they mean. It is. And we call bullshit mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. Now, at least that example shows that change and growth are different. Mm-hmm. But I see a lot of people that, you know, they will change for the worse and try to account it as growth. Mm-hmm. You know, so so this one, the devil is in the details. I need to know exactly what you mean. Because it, in a blanket statement, you both will experience change and growth. I don't even know if I agree with that, period. Because I know a lot of couples that have not grown at all. I was just talking about some of them. They haven't grown. Mm-hmm. They haven't done shit. Like I said, aside from popping out a couple of shithead kids, they haven't done anything that says they've grown as a person, as a unit, as a family, as a relationship, as people, as anything. Mm-hmm. They haven't grown shit. Have they changed? Yeah. He's fatter, she's fatter, the kids are stupid, whatever. There's been change. <laughs> but yeah, but not growth. No growth. Right, right. So they're not interchangeable. And most of the time, what you typically see with that is there's change, but an absence of growth. Mm-hmm. Um, now... At face value, what you really want this to mean is a very positive thing, that you're going to grow and you're going to change for the better. Mm-hmm. You're going to grow. You're going you're gonna to get more intellectual. You're going to get more educated. You're going you're gonna to open your mind to new experiences, new positions, new possibilities, new perspectives. You're going to grow as a person. You're going to be more receptible to bad information. You're going to be able to digest things better. You're going to just be an overall well-rounded human being. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want. You don't want people to grow or, or to to yeah, to grow older and get more bitter. You want it to be true growth. Um, but a lot of times it, it literally just means time will pass. Mm-hmm. You just have to remember time's going to pass and you're going to get older and fatter and slower and more undesirable. Yeah. Well, that's not growth. No. That's not growth at all. No. Um, and th- there's a big difference between natural age. Oh, by the way, I had somebody else on a video call comment on my gray and my beard. Today. Really? Yes. What the fuck? I gotta dye my beard. Oh my god. I had two days in a row, I can't take it. Oh my god. People pointed out. Shoot. I'm, I'm looking all gray and ugly. <laughs> You're not gray. And ugly. <clears throat> um, but y- you know y- these. There's something very different between. Just natural organic aging and gray hair and some wrinkles versus completely letting yourself go. Mm-hmm. Those are not the same. And you can think of people that have aged gracefully with class. You know, guys that have aged like a fine wine. Women that have aged like a fine wine, mm-hmm. you know, instead of like cheese. Mm-hmm. And if you're aging like cheese, then... You've just changed yeah, uh-huh. for the worse. Yeah, you're all moldy. Um, yeah, so there's not, I mean, we're not, you know, I, I'm not, I mean, if, if you ever came to me and were like, I think I'm going to get Botox, I would be like, no, you yeah. don't need to do that. Don't do that. Yeah, you know? I know, because age is good. It's yeah, good. I, I'm it's not, good to age. That, so that's different. But, but people tend to be like, 
they they say what I said earlier. Well, you're not going to be. I mean, we we were on another podcast, and this, this guy made the comment like, well, you you know, you're not going to be able to, you know, have muscles and be in shape all your life. Why not? Yeah. <clears throat> yes, you can. Mm-hmm. We we absolutely can do that. Now, I'm not ever going to take steroids. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm never going to take a human growth hormone, mm-hmm. but. I don't ever intend on not being active. I don't ever intend on not lifting weights. I don't ever intend on not having muscle. I mean, yeah, are you gonna, if you live to be 106, are you going to be the- shredded and going to the gym five days <laughs> a week? Muscles, no, yeah. but it doesn't mean that you're going to have to be, and most people don't even mean it that way. They literally mean it like at the age I'm at now. Uh-huh. And I see it. I mean, there's fucking dudes I went to high school with. Well, that are my know, age that look like they're 10 to 15 years older than me. Yeah, well, and people think that you're a lot younger yeah. than what you are, too. And that guy probably thought you were younger than mm-hmm. what you what you are, too. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, it is like, no, you can continue to, yeah. have, to take care of yourself. My gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's all it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, true growth, very possible. We want that. Yeah. Not a lie. Uh-huh. But... You know, it made the list because people either mean it differently or it's absolute bullshit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah. And people, because I hate that. I hate that. I hate the people say the the kind of stuff that, you know, you you have to realize that this person that you're marrying is going to change and you have to love them. Yes. I'm glad you brought that when, up. When they're old and... And they've changed and they're not the same person anymore. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Yeah, who who did that? Yeah. Who, I mean, and, and that kind of goes back to, you know, th- that's that's the same as, as standing there in, you know, in front of God and the world getting married and the minister or whoever's marrying you saying, all right, now I want you to take a good hard look at each other. The person you're marrying today is not going to be who you have married later on down the road Mm -hmm. you're gonna look different you're gonna act different you're gonna have a different set of rules you're gonna have different priorities you're gonna have there should be at least some constants constant in your relationship Mm -hmm. now are people gonna get older yes are people gonna get wiser yes Mm -hmm. is there gonna be natural issues and deterioration and loss and challenges yes and we're not saying that that doesn't exist Mm -hmm. what we are saying is that's not a reason to throw in the towel Mm -mm. i mean the same words for what food you know kills a woman's sexual appetite Mm -hmm. more than anything same thing what food is guaranteed to make a woman gain 150 pounds wedding cake Mm -hmm. that's there that's a very realistic stereotype Mm -hmm. it's said because it's true the majority of the time Mm mm-hmm so most of the and men are really bad at men fall in love and tend to visualize the person they fell in love with, even as they get older, mm-hmm. even as they start to age, even as they start to look different in their mind's eye. They see you the way that they fell in love with you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the same is for women. That's funny, huh? Yeah. That's kind of weird that it's like that, that, that men are, are like that. Cause it mm-hmm. sounds it honestly sounds more romantic. Oh yeah, you know that a man is like that, mm-hmm. and the women because some of you know. are really pushing that challenge. Because <laughs> some of these guys, I'm like, how do you see her as that? Aww. That's who you married. <laughs> I just saw her, saw you with her at the mall the other day. You still see her like that? Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> Good for you. Because that is not the same woman you were hauling around the 
fucking van the other day. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing is like, you know, you see a guy and that's the only picture that they have at their office or yeah. whatever is them on their wedding Yeah, on their day. wedding day when they uh-huh. actually look good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You guys been married 25 years? Do you have any updated pictures? No, no. We don't take pictures together anymore. You this kidding? is how I want to picture yeah, her. This is how. This is what gets me through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So yeah, um, we're making up for the short episode last week by going. We over are. Our... We definitely. This is are. the last one. This is the last okay, one, yeah. and you guys have heard it time and time again mm-hmm. from us. The lie is marriage is hard work. Yep. We are always here to tell you that that is the biggest lie. A bullshit? A bullshit? Yeah, just like that kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, marriage is not hard work. Marriage is should be fun and easy and effortless. You know, it, it's one of those things that, that if, if, if I had a wish, I don't know if I'd say any wish or just one wish, one of my wishes is that... I really hope that people don't think that we put on a show. <laughs> I know. Because I think a lot of people see us or they talk to us or they hear what we say and they're like, yeah, yeah, right. You're full of shit. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no. And I think the people that really know us are like, I've, you know, I've never seen them argue. I've never seen them say one ill thing to each other. They've never said one ill thing about each other to me. Mm-hmm. They've never... I've never seen them get in an argument. I've never seen them get in a disagreement. They're always affectionate with one another. I, they're always telling each other how much they love each other. They're always giving each other a kiss. They're they're holding hands. They do everything together. I don't know how you could... I, I would think the people that actually know us know we're not mm-hmm. full of shit. But mm-hmm. I think the people that don't know us, I, I think that because, once again, when when we say things like, you know, you should be in a relationship where you're having sex three to five times a week. You should be in a relationship where you guys want to do everything together. You should be in a relationship where, you know, all of these lies that we're talking about are actually truths. And you dismiss them from this standpoint of there's no way that's true. Once again, you're saying that because it's not true for you. In your current situation, with your current partner, in your current marriage, you don't think it's true because it's not true for you. Your wife doesn't want to have sex with you all the time. Your husband doesn't want to go spend time with you. That's not how marriages have to be. Mm -hmm. Is that how the majority of marriages are? Yes. And if you all want to sit there and continue to be on relatable row of, well, yeah, we may not have sex all the time. We may not get along all the time. We may not ever be on the same page. We may not, you know, take trips together. We may have our own separate lives. We may fight about all kinds of dumb shit. We may not know what we're doing with our future. But God damn it, it's nice because there's a million other people just like us. <laughs> if there's really a true level of comfort that you have in the numbers game, knowing that there's a billion other idiots just like you guys in your awful, shitty relationships— then latch onto that and enjoy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once you realize, or not, yeah, that there is better. Come on over. Yeah. The water's nice. <laughs> it's very nice. Yeah, it really is. And you can think we're full of shit. You can think that we're lying. You can think that we don't know what we're talking about. Once again, I will stack our relationship up against 
anybody else is like that and say, okay, you show me who's happier, Mm -hmm. who's healthier, who has more sex, who has more laughs, who has more time together, who, you know, who has a better marriage? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and either you can continue to do the things you're doing and you are settling at that point. Mm -hmm. You're settling and you're lowering the bar for the world that you currently live in, and you're getting exactly what you deserve when you decide to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. I, I, I just, I would really wish that people would understand that, you know, this is true. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely true. I know. Yeah. That you can have a relationship like that. That they're not full of shit. They're not putting on a show. They're not making things up. Or because I know people are like you know, you know, the second that they cut that off, they're probably fighting about something. <laughs> I know. That's no. so not true. No. Yeah, I know. I know. That's so true. And I don't know. It's this is this has been our our message for the last five and a half, almost six years that we've been doing the podcast or even longer than that, um, that we figured out, you know, once we figured out that relationships shouldn't take hard work. It isn't hard work for us. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. It's so nice. It's just it's fun it's it's exciting all the time yeah. and it it is full of adventure full of sex full of all everything good mm-hmm. and like and you can have that and it's not how could a fun adventure be hard work right it's <laughs> yeah. i don't know it's it's a lot of fun and uh, that is that has always been our our motto mm-hmm. with Marriage on the Rocks is that good relationships don't take hard work. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's that's all of the lies you've been told about relationships. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else to, no, to uh-uh. add to it? I think that's it. Um, again, uh, get on and check out the 12 movies and drinks of Christmas or I guess Christmas movies and drinks on the rocks. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, yeah, thank you all as always for listening or watching. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks.